Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, January 12th, only two games on the NHL schedule here tonight because why not go from 13 to 2 to 13 again? That's the way the NHL does this. But before we get into both games for tonight, before we recap last night's games, give out our best bets, preview this weekend, and answer questions in the chat, I want to remind you that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. If you sign up through this link, it does help support the show. Boys, let's get into the last night's games first and foremost before we go anywhere else. I mean, so far in the season, 180, 169, and four, over 350 bets. That's 353 total, 7.8% ROI just on this season alone. It's been a pretty good season for us here. Just continuing to build off of what we had uh, going on for us last season. And then last night obviously helps there as well. Five and two record last night. We get the Oilers, uh, they win in OT, not regulation. That's a loss. And then the LA Kings lost there as well. Five and two night, pretty good night for us. Uh, Alex, were there any games last night that really stood out to you or any games that were jumping off the page that you had like any, some main takeaways from? Yeah, I mean, the, the game that I was following the most last night, and it's funny you talk about the unbalanced schedule. Let's talk about how about the timing of games too. Nine mm -hmm. games. Uh, in the seven o'clock Eastern hour. So, you know, you got to get some, uh, you know, get, make sure the batteries are working on the remote, <laughs> certainly when you're watching that many games uh, at the same time. But I was watching that uh, Maple Leafs and Islanders game. And uh, one of the bigger plays I had on the night was the, the draw. These are the two teams that have played the most games past regulation this season. And, and you look now, uh, you know, combined 32 games to go, uh, into overtime or shootout with uh, Toronto and, and the Islanders. And this is that time of year. I'm wearing the hoodie, draw season. We got it for a reason. It's because you've got these teams that are, you know, now looking at the standings. Before, it was all about just grabbing as many points and as many wins as possible. But then all, you know, now you've got the battles for the division. You've got the battles for the wild card. And you've got teams that are fighting for points. And it's, you know, a 3-3, 4-4 game with about seven minutes left in the third. Teams are going to start slowing it down, grinding things to a halt because they realize, hey, we can't make any mistakes, have a bad turnover that leads to a goal for us to lose this game in regulation, and now we have zero points. So you, you'll see this a lot, and this has been a thing for four seasons now, uh, You know, especially when you're looking at division matchups. Look at two teams who are battling each other for a wild card spot. So you will see this time and time again, and the fact that we've seen a lot of regulation draws early uh, mean that the books might catch up to this now, and we might have to really fight and look for our, for our prices, shop around, be diligent. 
that's no problem. Uh, when you have one, two, three, or that six games that went past overtime last night, and all of them, yeah. I, I had at least three draws that were three fifty or higher. So when you're doing that, uh, you know, night in, night out, you know, you can't can't really sneeze at that, and you're you're hitting you know plays left and right, and everything's three and a half to four units uh, in profit. Yeah, for sure. That's a pretty good, pretty solid night there. I saw you tweeting about that. So, I mean, definitely check out Alex's Twitter account to, as well because you can see those plays going out. And if you're following through along the night, you'll see draw season coming in left and right across your Twitter account as those games are heading into overtime. Um, so, Money, you were part of the big day yesterday for us there. You did have one of the plays that did lose there. So, you and Russ both have the one loss. And that one play would have been the Kings money line. Uh, this Kings team, we had kind of talked about them being canceled on the Tuesdays. You made the joke, all right, no more Kings Tuesdays, then fine, we'll go to Kings Thursdays here. Last night you make that play, they go up against Florida, they lose in overtime. What are your thoughts on that Kings game, the way it played out? Is that a bet that you'd make again? You still feel like that was the right right bet, right side? I don't, I don't necessarily know if it was the right side because um, the Kings didn't play as well as I thought they would. Um, but in terms of pricing, um, in terms of pricing, yes, I would make that play again. Um, if you told me that if you just, after I scored out the game, it didn't really play out the way that I wanted to. So the Kings deserved to lose that game. Um, it wasn't as if it was a, it was a lucky loss or like a unlucky loss for me or anything. There was the Kings were justified to to uh, lose that game, even though it went into overtime. Um, but market entry and everything, I was I was totally fine with that. Um, look, look, Florida is a good team, and 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 this is the reason why I was saying that even though I do like the Kings and like I felt the pricing was off, um, it still ended up being a half unit bet, right? Because yeah, um, the way that Florida is playing. Um, they, they're they a very good team. They they showed again last night that they have a level right now that um, the Kings are just not able to get to at this moment, right? So, um, yeah, it, it was – the pricing was fine. The play wasn't that great. So, But um, that's why it was half unit. So we take the loss. It, it was an overtime loss, and uh, – we just if there's if there's any time that I'm okay with losing in overtime and I do lose in overtime a lot, um, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm fine with it being a half unit bet if I'm going to lose in overtime. Yeah, it makes sense. And as so many said, there half unit bet. Both bets that lost for us last night were half unit. That Kings money line half unit. The Oilers in regulation half unit there as well. You know that a if you watch the show and you know that b if you follow us on betstamp there you can find it in the find better section as edgework hq so you can check that out uh so many connor here asking are the kings bad at holding leads uh if this feels like now i guess the second time this week that yeah. we've discussed this kings team where we've had a bet on them and they've blown a lead to lose the game and the bet for us it's I, I wouldn't say that yet just because um, for me, like a blown lead is not is not just the score of the game in the third period. It's it's how you were playing to get that lead, right? So against right. Tampa Bay and um, and um, and against Florida as well, they they did not play well, right? So for me, it's not necessarily a blown lead. Um, like when you're looking at the scoreboard, it's a blown lead, but the way they were playing they didn't deserve to have the lead in the first place right so so when i'm when i'm working on the game or when i'm scoring the game if they're in in my score if they're losing the game anyways 
and the scoreboard just says that they have a lead, to me, that's not really having a lead, right? So, um, like, if that makes sense, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, like, it's um, if if you're playing well, if you deserve to have a lead and you end up losing the game, to me, that's blowing the lead. Um, last night and against Tampa Bay, they didn't play well enough to even have the lead in the first place. All right, so money. I just made you relive the loss from last night. There was a lot of positive. We went five and two. We had five wins there on the night, one of which came from your Vancouver Canucks. I know we talked about them yesterday. People here might be upset. They see your Twitter. We are all Canucks. They're seeing the pictures going out on the on on our Twitter account at Edgework HQ. I don't care. So money, give it to us. This Canucks team goes into Pittsburgh last night. They blow the lead late. Twenty eight seconds left. That being said, they find a way to close it out in overtime. Uh, cheeky little play there from Demko, too, if people notice in overtime. Hold up Gensel a little bit, allow the Canucks to go in a rush the other way. How are you feeling about these Canucks and uh, that win last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins? I don't know what, what there is to upset about, right? To be upset This is like you're, you're like part of history in the making here, right? Like just like sit back and like enjoy the ride for now, right? So, um, no, but seriously, like, it was a coin flip game. Um, I thought that the Canucks, um, there were parts of that game where um, we're starting to see, um, especially on this road trip, where they're, they 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 kind of lose their legs a bit, right? They are they are um, there is going to be a game here where um, they just have no legs at all, right? It's uh, it's it's coming, right? Um, but 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 for last night, these are both teams that obviously I'm high on, right? Like Pittsburgh, um, I thought Pittsburgh played a very a very good game, right? And I thought that the Canucks um, were able to get to a level that was good enough to make it a coin flip long enough for the um, for the difference in their goaltending to 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 take over it's, it's and and it's not to say that Pittsburgh had bad goaltending last night but it's just that um Demko and I keep saying this he's at a different level and he's able to mask a lot of problems that the Canucks have right now and yes they do have problems there are there are defensive issues on the Canucks right but they're 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 able to mask it as long as Demko is at this level and I do think that um like for like the first time in years, right? Like I feel confident that management of this team is like we're watching the same game, right? And and like I do think that like management knows and like has acknowledged these defensive issues as well, and um, they are they they will be trying trying to address it, right? Whether it's Chris Tanev comes back, like that would be amazing, or like or like somebody else, right? Like uh, like there's a there, there's a top six uh, forward void there. There's still a defensive void there. But I feel confident that we're actually watching the same game now, right? So right. just so let's enjoy the ride. There's nothing to be upset about, right? Like, <laughs> we we are all Canucks. Well, so many. I hate to burst your bubble, but Chris Tanev, he's coming back, but he's coming back home to Toronto where he's from. He's going to the <laughs> other side of the country. So uh, I think this is where you'll see him. You, you know the thing with Tanev too is that like it was really unfortunate the way he left Vancouver as well. Um, he he didn't want to leave, right? Like he yeah. he did want to retire at Canuck, and for whatever reason, the I mean, whatever it's, it's like previous management stuff, right? Like they um, 
they they didn't even make him a contract offer, right? Like he would have, he 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 would have stayed here, right? And like, can you imagine like like the trajectory of this defensive unit if we still had Chris Tanev, right? So yeah, yeah. old Jimmy Benning let the spray paint get to his head a little too much of that on top of the on top of the hair, and next thing you know, he's thinking funny, doing strange things. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good win last night. I, I was watching that game. Thatcher Demko is incredible. He's fought a lot yeah. of fun to watch as well. That that Canucks team. I mean, we're talking about the fact, and Moretto is going to be sitting there shaking his fist right now about the the PDO and how they're performing above some of these things where you're expecting them to come back down. It's kind of fun to watch right now. Like as much as it is, like what the hell is going on? If you just sit back and enjoy what's what's happening with this Canucks team, it's kind of exciting. It's like every time they have an opportunity, they seem to score. And, uh, and regardless, if you're just a fan of hockey, that's pretty fun to watch. Uh, it's it's been exciting uh, so far with that Canucks team. Let's get to tonight's game. We do have two or tonight's games. Excuse me. We do have two ahead of us here. Alex, I'm going to go to you first. If you, people have been following along with the show, people have been listening to you here give out picks. There's a certain team that you've been pretty high on for a certain bets. I don't know if you have that one here today or not, but we're going to go to the Dallas-Nashville game. Dallas hosting the Predators, minus 165 for the Stars at home tonight, seeing a total of six and a half. What are your thoughts on the game, the total, the sides? Do you have any bets on this one? Yes, I know everybody's waiting for me to talk about the Dallas Stars first period over, right? Which had been uh, an absolute wagon. I mean, we've literally been catching two of every three of these plays. Now that it's kind of come to a bit of a screeching halt, then we've seen three straight unders to the first period. And, it, you know, there's still been quite quality chances. We had a goal disallowed early in that last game against Minnesota. And Dallas ends up getting the goal back. It's one nothing at 20 minutes and then ends up being 7-2. to two. So you see a game in seven to two, you don't expect that there's only going to be one goal in the first period. That that doesn't happen too, too often. That being said, they're playing against Nashville tonight, a team where within the run so far this year, they've actually played two games that went under in the first period. So we're staying away from that trend, hoping that maybe it does come back. It's already priced out of range too. We're seeing minus 150 to minus, seeing minus 160s. Uh, so it, even if you were to look at this, you could grab it in game at a cheaper price. If there's no score, you know, as what's been indicated from the last two meetings with these two teams, you still might be able to have, have a chance to grab plus money with this prop and hopefully uh, look forward to cash. But that's not the thing that I'm circling in, in this game. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, talked about draw season, talked about how six games last night went past regulation. One of the criteria that I like to look at is division teams, teams that not necessarily are battling with each other, Teams are just just looking for spots, trying to solidify their spots within their certain wild card spot. Maybe it's a team that's at the top of the division. They're playing another division rival, but you know they're trying to leapfrog ahead. Let's say the Dallas is trying to comp- you know basically uh, compete with a team like Colorado, where Nashville is going to be competing with the Winnipeg's, trying to kind of stay within that wild card float, or even try to bounce up and get that third spot. So that being said, you've seen some of those back those those matchups and battles within the standings. That lends me to play the regulation draw. Because, like I said, that sets up the scenario where if this game's close and tight late in the contest, teams are not willing to make, uh, you know, that extra pass. Teams aren't willing to make that extra move to put themselves in trouble and possibly give up something. And then all of a sudden they end up losing the game in regulation, coming out with zero points. So I got plus 360 earlier this morning. Caesars has now dropped down to 350. You've seen plus 338 at Pinnacle. Uh, The rule of thumb is you want to try to at least get plus 300 on these draw plays. And that's something that we may see. Like I said, we talk about teams like Toronto, teams like the Islanders, 
Uh, there's about six or seven teams where they've had at least 30 to 35 percent of their games go past regulation. We may start seeing the books adjust those numbers below that 300 threshold. So definitely want to shop around and look at these. But we're going to the regulation draw here for a full unit, Nashville and Dallas. All right, so plus 350 there at Caesars. Uh, we'll track that here on Betstamp for pl a plus 350 in this game. Um, now, as obviously, as Alex said, make sure to shop around, try to find uh, if there's any other prices available. These are the ones that we pull in. These are the ones that we can verify here. So this is what we will track them at. So, Money, what are your thoughts on where this game in total currently sits at right now? Yeah, I mean, um, Nashville's a team that I don't want any interest in right now. Um, and also Dallas is... Um, or the, Dallas is having trouble with their goaltending, but they are still playing at a high level. So I think that um, that the pricing on the side of this game makes sense. Um, over as well, I think that at the at the at the six and a half, we're good. Um, I would have liked a cheaper six and a half, um, but I think that um, it would need to be plus money for me to get involved there. So. Um, yeah, so um, I think it's priced fairly. I will pass on the game if the um, if 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 the total gets there, um, like uh, if we can get a plus money six and a half, that's where I would have interest. But at this point, I've got I've got nothing there. All right, well, nothing currently sitting out there at plus money on the over six and a half in this game. But if anything does come up, maybe during the show or later in the day, then that would be something someone you would obviously be looking at there. So you can keep that in mind as the day progresses. But we got one other game here for tonight. We have one bet locked in. And again, we will recap them all at the very end of the show. And you can find us in the bet stamp app in the find better section as Edgework HQ. But final game here tonight. So money. We're looking at the Minnesota Wild hosting the Philadelphia Flyers. The Wild minus 107 here tonight. The Flyers plus 105. Some minus money across some different books there if you're looking around as well. And a total right now of five and a half and six on some different books. What are your thoughts on where this total is currently sitting at? And if this is uh, if this is a little too low, too high. Where your thoughts are on that, and as well as on the side. Can we uh, can we bring up the board on for the for for, for the totals? Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and lock in. Um, because I've got a six up to minus one twenty five. Um, okay. So there are six at, at minus one fifteen. Okay, so so um I did bet the under six here. Um, so uh, Philly, Philly Minnesota under six up to minus one twenty five. Um, couple of things here. Um, Minnesota, they can't score. Um, and it's it's been going on like this for a while. Um, they do want to play stronger stronger defensively. Um, we did see, um, we did see last game where they did give up seven goals, but um with the way that I scored the game they they shouldn't have given up seven goals right there was a lot of there was, there was a lot of bad bad goaltending involved there against against the stars as well so um they they don't score a lot um they're they they don't want to give up a lot of goals there's I'm seeing a lot of signs there where Minnesota is a team that is trying to trying to tighten it up and for the most part they have been successful um like I said, they 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 gave up the seven goals last game, but I attribute that to a lot of uh, below average NHL goaltending, which they just didn't get right. So um, I'm still I'm still okay with where I have um, wherever I have Minnesota in, in terms of their in terms of their goal output of a game for the Flyers, um, them too, right? Like we've we've talked about the Flyers quite quite a bit. They um, 
they want to play a defensive style as well. And I think that both of these teams, um, if you look at their recent results, like most recent results, we see some goals. But if you dig deeper, both of these teams at their core, they want to play a tighter defensive game. And I think that at six, um, even up to minus 125, the market is not accurately capturing that at this moment. So um, I think that um, this should go down to five and a half throughout the day. But um, I think that we can enter right now um, at the at the at, at the under six. All right, well, there's plenty of sixes out there and there's plenty of numbers that are within range. If you're going to shop around uh, and use something like the Bet Stamp app, which we do recommend you do, of course, you can find those under sixes, minus 115s, up to minus 120s there, uh, widely available in some money saying that one good, up to minus 125. Now, so money, would you touch this one at all if it's touching the five and a half? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, if it's like under, what's the chart here? So under, under five and a half at... Plus 120, I would do that. All right. There you go. So if you're looking for those numbers, if they do become available and that's how you want to play it, then that's how So Money is looking to do it. But we're going to grab the under six minus 115 here as our second official play of the day. Alex, do you have any other bets to add into this one? Uh, anything else to add to our card tonight? No, nothing official. I, I was looking just kind of at the series trends. We have seen two of the last three meetings between these two teams go uh into overtime or a shootout and you mentioned both teams like to play defensively especially minnesota they're a team where if you're going to see any offense or energy from them it, it usually kind of comes in the first 20 minutes and then they shell up that traditional kind of john hines shell uh we see in that second and third period whether they're up or, or down they just kind of close up offensively so this definitely feels like it could be one of those games that goes past regulation but uh it's not the best price and the criteria doesn't really fit Philly's a team that's fighting to kind of be in that little playoff race. Minnesota's chances are pretty much all but done. Uh, so we may not see them necessarily kind of just hang around late in the game. They, they're trying to win games uh, and get themselves back into a spot. So that that kind of eliminates that kind of criteria we look forward to draw. All right. Well, two official plays for today. Uh, we'll recap them at the very end of the show. Before we can get to that, uh, we'll obviously ask the boys here what they're looking for for this weekend. But Prior to that, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. We're about 50 so subscribers away now from 2,000. So every time I'm asking you guys, I know it probably gets annoying, but you seem to follow through. You seem to hit the subscribe button. So hit the subscribe button, like the stream here today. We do appreciate the support. We appreciate everyone who continues to watch live, watch back after, or if you're listening on podcast. So thank you for the support. But while you're here, hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. Now, I did tease that we were going to look ahead to this weekend. There's only the two games here tonight, so we can only give out as many bets for as many games as there are. But Alex, if there's any games you're looking ahead to this weekend, uh, whether it's just from a pure watching standpoint or betting standpoint, what would those ones be? I mean, you got a lot to choose from because everybody's in the pool tomorrow. You got, uh, for the second time ever, all 32 teams, 16 games going on. Uh, I'll yeah. definitely be checking out Rangers Capitals. That's the, the, you know, the early game. That'll be the, the national TV game on ABC. Uh, that should definitely be an, an interesting battle. See how the Rangers do against the Capitals team that, of course, a lot of people are probably thinking to be a little bit better the, uh, these days than with some of the injuries they're dealing with. Dallas, Chicago, second night of back to back up for Dallas. Maybe that's where we jump back over on the first period over train with that team. And uh, definitely we'll be kind of looking at uh, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs at home against the Colorado Avalanche. Maybe that could be another close game that uh, fits the draw season criteria. So a lot of, a lot of things to choose from tomorrow, a, a huge slate. I tried to get into the building for that uh, Avs-Leafs game. I want to see McKinnon in person. 
Not worth it. Standing room only. You're looking at like 300 US. Like no, no mm, thanks. Nah. Can cannot do that. Mm. Cannot swing that one. Uh, so money. Um, what are you looking at for this weekend? Obviously, other than the Canucks taking on the Sabers, but outside of that, are there any other games jumping off the page for you, or any other teams you're looking to back this weekend that are hoping to get a number on? Yeah, I'm looking at that uh, Pittsburgh Carolina game. Um, it really stands out to me because Carolina is a team that. Um, we 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 seem to talk about them a lot earlier in the season and very very quietly here they've 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 put together a very nice string of games where they're 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 playing at a very high level even even with that 2-1 um 2-1 shootout loss against the blues their last game um they still played that game at a very high level and we're and we've been seeing that for about um about a month and a half now where um, where they're, they're they're just playing extremely well again. They're playing a, a team in Pittsburgh, who of course I am high on. So I'm kind of I'm I'm interested to see two teams playing very well, um, who could possibly meet in the playoffs. Um, where um, where they're kind of headed right now. So that's a that's a matchup I'm, I'm looking forward to. Just a quick note on the on the Canucks game. So I mean it goes without saying it's 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 must watch television tomorrow, right? So. Um, <laughs> And um, but but uh, one thing I do worry about that game is that um, I I alluded to it earlier where um, I do see signs of a game here where they just don't have their legs. Um, that could be a spot tomorrow, right? Like they in 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 terms of in in terms of the pricing, they are going to be favored. Um, and um, Buffalo is a team that I do want to bet on going forward. And also, um, it's just it's just setting up to be a very tough situation for the for for the Canucks and Buffalo. So, um, it's not going to be an automatic bet on the Canucks. Um, of course, it's price dependent, but that could be a game where 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 it could be a little bit difficult for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go, uh, Alex. Anything else there? Oh yeah, no. I was gonna say we'll just kind of touch on on both those games. It's so many that you with Vancouver, like I said, long road trip, also awkward start time for Eastern. I could definitely see where that is uh, maybe a, a tricky game for Vancouver. The thing is, uh, Buffalo is a team that I'm not as high on as you are. I, I wish they were playing somebody else differently. I would probably be jumping all over the dog in that spot. And with Pittsburgh, Carolina, you know, just kind of to get back into the theme I'm talking about with draw season. That's a perfect candidate for a game to go past regulation. You got two division opponents, so many mentioned that could possibly face each other in the first round. Seven of their last nine meetings have been decided by exactly one goal with four of those seven going past regulation. So uh, tight contest, two teams that are kind of playing in an upward direction and in the same division fighting for points. That definitely could be a game that ends up on my card with, uh, with the regulation draw. All right, two games tonight. Two bets for us here. Uh, first and foremost in the Flyers-Minnesota game, we're taking the under six, minus 115, full unit there. And then the second game, we're going to go into the Nashville-Dallas game. We're taking the money line, or the regulation time draw, excuse me, plus 350 there for a full unit. So regulation draw, plus 350 in Nashville-Dallas, and then in Philly-Minnesota, we're taking the under six, minus 115. Two bets for tonight. Look at that record there, boys. Look at the units up. 57.1 all-time, 4.3% ROI. That's a year and a half worth of work from this crew. Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, giving out game day picks. That's why you follow the show. That is why you subscribe here to this channel. Thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. If you do enjoy the show, please 
like the stream, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on podcasts, you can uh, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. It does help continue to push out to more people. So thank you guys for doing that. So money, Alex, thank you guys for doing this as always. Look forward to seeing you guys back here on Monday. If you are looking for more picks from Alex and So Money and the rest of the Edge Work team tomorrow morning, Saturday, before the games kick off, as Alex mentioned, 32 teams in action tomorrow night. That's a lot of games going on. There will be some bets tomorrow coming out at Edgework HQ on Twitter. Make sure to follow us there. You can find out our picks for tomorrow as well, whatever we've got for Saturday's action. So thanks to everyone who tuned in. So money, Alex. Thanks for doing this as always. See you guys back here on Monday. To everyone else in the chat, not many games tonight, but regardless, enjoy the games and good luck on your bets.